Hey guys. Hey, welcome How? to episode six and the, the last final episode. So excited. Hello, hello, Bukit hello. Panjang. Hello, everyone. Hello, hello. I'm Rebecca. I'm Dan. I'm Stella. I'm Adit. And yes. we are the last episode yes. of Podscape. So, have how arrived. have you all been enjoying the series or not? I have been. Yeah, I'm asking the listeners. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, I think this episode, the topic is actually quite interesting. Mm. We're talking about the second residents, other than the main residents in mm. Bukit Panjang, who mm. are the second residents. And they play a very central figure, I yes. feel. Mm-hmm. in the building of a community. Mm. Yeah, actually we've heard glimpses of that in the past few episodes where people keep saying that, oh, I remember this, I remember that. So, mm. who is it? Who is it? Who is, is it? it? Can you all take a guess? Who, who or mm. what will, be, uh, will we be discussing today? The people who work there. The people who... All the residents have been telling us that mm. that's why they go, right? To drink coffee. Mm. To go to wear markets. Yes. Mm. The businesses. Yeah. The role of markets and business mm. in the identity of a neighbourhood, right? That's I think it so plays important. a huge role, yes. Yeah. Mm. Yes, and interestingly, when we did our two pop-ups in Bukit Panjang, we were right beside the Bangkit Market. So we got a lot of stories from the community who were, you know, who were just sharing that, oh, I was here to go shopping, or I remember this shop. And interestingly, our own facilitators, some of them have never been to Bukit Panjang, right? So they were like, oh, I never knew Bukit Panjang is so vibrant. Look at this market. Yeah, so that's a nice surprise for some of us who, who haven't been there. And the residents shared a lot of stories. So let's just say from the community themselves. Uh平常拜六禮拜的market都是很多人,然後賣的菜這些都很便宜,對,所以其實有些人在慕名而來,新年的時候基本上就變成一個大市場,每個人都在搶購,因為太便宜了。Wow, this is this is what I shared earlier about how the vegetables mm. are really yeah. fresh and during Chinese New Year. Mm. So cute, huh? So it transformed into this like New Year market almost, is it? Almost. That's what we've been hearing from uh, the community, right? Mm. And how they will go. And, you know, I also like after that, like, wow, okay, uh, I better go and try. Eh. But really fresh and really cheap. I think a lot of people want to keep this as a secret. <laughs> Best kept secret. Best kept secret. But now it comes batch. out already. Mm. Okay, that's, that's pretty cool actually. And then it's also cheap, right? As you mentioned. Yes. That means the prices are like prices are kampong really, really style <laughs> prices. <laughs> you can ask me like I don't do this kind of <laughs> I don't buy vegetables. You yeah. wake up the market already closed uh, for yeah. how long already? But I think it's also the experience because you know mm. just even a short time hanging out at the market there uh. to buy some things, right? Mm. Um, the they're very friendly. You know, mm. they would they would be able to share me. You go to NDC, you just pick up your vegetables. It's all wrapped in plastic yeah. or you know the cellophane paper. You don't you don't know like oh like I didn't know how to choose what's a fresh, you know, brinjal. And there was like four aunties, you know, and one auntie volunteering to pick up brinjals. You don't take this one, uh, this uh, one, uh, uh, yeah, the colour. <laughs> and I'm like, whoa, I just, you know, in like 30 seconds, I kind of know how to choose my brinjal from then on. So mm. I think it's this sort of bantering, it's this sort of exchange of information and, and with, mm. the, with the, the market seller, right, mm. store sellers. So how do you choose the best brinjal? <laughs> uh, apparently, it cannot be too purple. Oh. <laughs> some parts of it has to be purple, but some. So I'm like, mm, okay. I thought the more purple it is, the better it is, thought, Because thought, you know the emoji icon, the brinjal is very purple. <laughs> See, you don't go market. You don't know <laughs> yeah. this kind of thing. 
Nak ikut kan almost every day. Hari-hari ah, memang nanti tu jumpa kawan, lepak, duduk, minum kopi. So, tadi kawan-kawan tu memang kan, nanti baru kita balik lah. Sepuluh setengah, sebelas kita punya time balik lah. Ah, Melayu. Entah, bagi saya semua apa yang kita nak semua ada. Ada sing-siang, ada giant, ada pasar, ah, ada bank pun senang kan semua. Ah, itulah habis Bukit Banyak Plaza pun ada OUB Bank. Habis ah, nak makan pun senang kat ke. Sekarang ada Anders, ada apa kat Hillion semua kan. Very comfortable lah for me. Jumpa kawan yang tak kerja je lah. Yang kerja punya kawan tak lah kan. Dah saya tak kisah jaga cucu lah sekarang. Alah masuk dua je. Itu satu je anak yang kahwin kan. One portion that's not that you mentioned is that it wasn't just the market, but even the more modern like the giant and Shishong. So you say that there's all the options for her if she wants to shop. Like the market is a go-to place to buy whatever she wants. 一个月的话，最少都有来一次啦。呃，从我家拆厝港到这边的振华村的话，因为我们在周边还有多来多，要整个小时有，一个小时有。Everybody come to Bangkit Road to do their shopping, their marketing, their eating, and there's a McDonald's here, always very crowded. And the stretch of the shops you see today still so vibrant. Ah, in the old days, ah, it's so called the Orchard Road, Bukit Panjang. Even have those time Channel Eight ah the I think her name is called Kim lah. She came to interview. Yeah, everybody know this is the Orchard of Bukit Panjang. It's very close to the heart of the people who stay in Bukit Panjang. Wow, the Orchard of Bukit, Bukit Panjang. Wow, I never knew so that. So high. Bangkit. Yeah. Yes. And Chen Qingwen, Kim Eng right. Must be Cheren Zhaizhi, I tell you. Oh yeah, maybe. Yeah, they covered that. Yeah. No, I I I like how the resident in Mandarin mentioned that um he visits the market. Once a month by walking, and I an hour, ha, walking an hour, so, uh, exactly. And I thought that the the person actually lived in Chachukang. Yes, uh -huh, the commitment, very committed hour. to the bangkit market. Yeah, because cheap, yeah, <laughs> and fresh, yeah, and active and healthy and yeah. happy. So you walk, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah but I think so it's more than just what the market has. It's also the social space. Yes. Where where all the friends, right, the, the vendors who have become friends as well, mm. and like, like the sense of community spirit that connects them to the market, which I think was so delightful to hear. Mm. Hey, but I wonder, right, because a lot of older generations, they kind of use the market mm. to like hang out and mm. stuff. What about mm. the younger ones? The younger ones also got Do place to hang out one. <laughs> Yeah, where do you think that was recorded? Oh, make a guess. Coffee shop. Hey, don't disappoint me. You guys live in Bukit Panjang. I thought this would be off. Dan, any any idea? It sounds like a busy, bustling place. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that it's probably got to do with food. Yes. Remember in episode one, I was asking you guys, mm. like folks from Bukit Panjang, where are the good food? Mm -hmm. Where are the people? And you mentioned this place at like really late supper. You said people from oh. yes, out and don't know what. The super famous, the super famous tourist attraction in Bukit Panjang is this place called Ke Kou Mian. Yes, actually, its name is not called Ke Kou Mian, but people call it Ke Kou Mian. It's space. The actual place, right? It's called mm. Hai Xian Zhu Zhou, like oh. seafood wow. porridge, right? And if you guys don't know where this <laughs> Kerko Mian is, I'm going to give you the exact address. It is 163A Gangsa Road. Okay? Right. And it is open from um, late in the night, mm -hmm. right? All the way till about 2.30 in the afternoon and it closes. 
Wow. So if you go at 1, 2, 3 a.m. in the morning, especially 3 a.m., it will mm. be bustling with youngsters. Like the young kids actually go and hang out and eat the ke mian. So it has very intense broth. Mm-hmm. It has a lot of liao. Like seafood, ba chow. Yes. And they have secret ingredients in there. And they have the tom yum based <laughs> one, you know. So I want to I tell you about this, um, like businesses being a social space. Mm. So there's a very interesting story about the uncle. They, they call him the uncle KKM, Kekomian, right? <laughs> KKM. <laughs> and he's Mr. Teo. Right. So he's, his store is so popular, right? That some time ago, he went for a surgery because he hurt his ankle. Mm. And... He, told, he, he circulated a little memo on his Facebook. He got a Facebook fan page, one, you know. Wow. So he, on his Facebook page, he actually said that he will be out of action for four days. Then people like moan and groan and like, oh my God, my Kekomian, don't have Kekomian for four days. <laughs> but then after four days, the uncle didn't come back, you know. And then oh, the no. uncle actually said that oh. he needed more time to recuperate. And that was like April. And then he had to be um, on medical leave all the way for until May and then June, then he can come back. Like. So it's a freaking two months without Kerkomian. Oh. Then he posted, so of course people started to like moan and groan, right? But then of course he posted a photo of him in the hospital bed, on the hospital bed. Mm. Then you could mm. see all the youngsters sending like messages, like comments and wish him well, speedy recovery and they like really love him and say, Uncle, you're Yeah, and mm. please quickly recover and come back and take care of yourself. So, mm-hmm. I think it's, yeah, businesses, right, has a face, mm. you know, and the youngsters like, gravitate towards him. Like the hawker hang la. Oh, <laughs> So, actually, the soundscape that you heard, mm. that was recorded at Kerkomian by Zuming. <gasps> she went down at 4am in the morning Wow, she also very committed like. <laughs> <laughs> So she told us she went down You know, because uh, after episode 1 When you mentioned it uh-huh. You know, it intrigued her And she went there to collect the sound Whoa. So you could hear, right? at the, uh, Earlier on, all the, the various like um, the Cutlery sound, mm. the cooking sound And people ordering mm. Yes, that was recorded Kirkle, at a uh, at an iconic food place in Bukit Panjang. Mm. Wow, interesting. Yeah. My favourite memory. Uh. Last time my friend's mother owns uh, those kind of kim uh, tiam. That means they'll sell the incense paper shop. Then every time when I'm free, I just drop by and have coffee with them. Uh, but now they move away lah. Yeah, so we roam about all the shops. Uh, we talk to all the people here. Like, for example, the people that do handiwork, uh, we don't call them by their name. Uh, we call them Cha Tao. Cha Tao is the electric socket. Uh. They do handiwork. Uh. Yeah, the uncle that sell the slippers here, uh, the Amting Long Years still selling slippers here. Then those workshops. Yeah, a lot of shops you see uh, is from like old days until down. They are still having the shop here. Uh. That's what you said, isn't it, yes. Rebecca, in episode one? Yes, it's literally like this shop next to the clinic. Okay, so they have been there since the beginning, like 30 years ago when I was living there. And they sell school shoes one. So you know, you primary school, you buy new school you shoes. You mean you, you kind of know the shops that I know, because I live has. opposite this market. Ma. Mm. I'm sure we're talking wow. about the same place if it's talking about Bangkit Market. Wow. Yeah, so they sell school bags and school shoes, all the bata school shoes and all that. 
this guy has been around since the beginning of time. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, you brought us to the you brought us to the bookstore. I, I think I didn't bring you to the the the, the sleeper, sleeper shop. shop. But you brought us to the bookstore shop. and the stationery shop. Stationery oh, the stationery shop, shop also super old school, very but, gorgeous. But it's getting smaller and smaller. Yes. It used to be bigger. Oh. It used to take up the whole second level. That's mm. right. But that day when we went it was tiny, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm. And I immediately got transported back in time. Yeah. The good old days. You so know. it's amazing. I feel Bukit Panjang maybe one of the neighborhoods with the oldest shops. Mm. Yeah. And also hearing from him, right? I mean I learned this thing called Cha Cha Tao. Cha Tao. Cha yeah. Yeah, what what is that? Again, that's plug, right? Yeah, plug or socket and yeah. plug. So know? he's trying to say that they used to call each other by the businesses that they run. Yeah, yeah. Is known it? as the Cha Tao, like you call <laughs> that Tao. Yeah, Cha Tao. Kim Tua. Yeah, you Kim Like that's the paper. Laber, the paper. Eraser. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> magazine. <laughs> uh, let's hear more stories from the neighborhood. costume jewelry, Hello Kitty, gift shop, original. Then, 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 she used to do costume jewellery, mm-hmm. like so, like those uh, Hello Kitty one, but then she stressed that it's original, yeah? yeah. Not crispy, yeah? It's original. Mm. <laughs> and uh, that her... But then later, the rental kept going up and then she got out of business. She discussed with the daughter and daughter said... No, and then she said that probably it's better to get a job yes. than to run a stall. However, mm. the people who are there who knows her still calls her and dresses her and remembers the stall that she used to run. As mm. Mei As Mei So it is really quite interesting that people just remember the name you know of the person by their trade right mm. like by their show yeah. mm. how come they never call the auntie, auntie Hello Kitty yeah <laughs> I was wondering so somehow, somehow it must be original uh, Hello Kitty eh, original, <laughs> original Hello Kitty, Hello Kitty. Yeah. the original Hello Kitty auntie yeah. yes so they grow everything from vegetables to plants and then there's a little um, shop, I think. I think she runs a shop. But she also supplies the different herbs and chilies and all that to restaurants. Yes. This is the architect, oh, uh, okay. Jacqueline, right. who shared about the shop that is near the community garden. Mm. Yeah. So earlier, I think the other episode, we talked yeah. about the garden mm-hmm. and what happens to the produce. Yes, yes, so, yes. Yeah, there we go. Oh. She talks about it selling it to restaurants and all. The shops here are doing very well. We are very happy for the shops uh, now operating in uh, Bukit Panjang. How to rejuvenate the neighbor centre? I think you need to see how to work with the shops. Now work with the merchant association, work with the grassroots and the residents uh, to understand what they want. Then from there, how to transform it. No, then how to sustain you know, the, the activities in the neighbor centre. Well, I'm very happy to hear that the businesses are doing well. Eh. Yes. Huh? There are the malls, la. there are the malls like mm-hmm. Hilian Mall, Bukit Panjang Plaza, mm. but then there are still the local businesses still mm. thriving. Yeah. Mm. I, you know, like I remember when I was a kid, right? Mm. Already, I, you go to Bunket Market, you can get everything you want. Mm. You can, you can mm. go to the wet market. So it's all within the same stretch. Mm. You got your wet market, you mm. got your bank, you got a clinic, mm. and then you can buy your school shoes, your school bags. You can buy magazines, you can buy stamps, mm. you can buy kimchua. Wow. One-stop <laughs> shop. Yes, and all the electronic products, you can buy your watch and clocks. Mm. Literally has everything that you ever need. You don't need to step into a shopping mall at all. Right. You know, the last few weekends when we were popping up, as well as the day that we were recording, 
you know, at different timing, we were there in the morning, we were there in the afternoon. It seems like, you know, the market itself is really, really quite busy. Mm. Mm. You know, as compared to like, if you go to a mall these days, right, it's, it's like you don't feel it's vibrant or mm. it's just busy. But mm. in Bangkok, there is something really quite like special. non-stop like that. Yeah, it? And, and it is this continuous stream. Of course, it's, you know, your apps at a certain moment, it doesn't feel as packed. But, mm-hmm. you know, mm. it's a steady, it's, it's quite a steady stream of uh, people going mm. past and through the market. So I always go to you know the same place where there's the Kirko Mian. There's another store that sells mee pok, right? So I will always have my noodle fix there in the daytime. And that uncle, right? He um always likes to talk to me about the stock market, the mm. economy. The business And he thinks that I know a lot Because he saw an article In the Straits Times about me And then he was like Oh my god I know this guy He always buys noodles <laughs> from me So after he saw the article right, He thought that I know A lot of these kind of things Like, like financials And stock markets And everything So every time I order a, a, a bowl of noodles When he serves it to me He will always bring it to me personally Not his kid wow. Not his wow. wife He will serve you wow. he gave you A lot try. of yuan Wow. He will give me a lot of yu yuan <laughs> And then right He will serve it to me And then he will use that short uh, Sliver of opportunity To talk to me about current affairs And you feel like he, he likes that To talk about that with me And then we will talk about it For about 3 minutes 4 minutes Whatever is current uh, For that week or that day mm. And then there was once I ordered the noodles from him right, And then I realised I didn't bring my wallet mm. And I, w- I went back to him and I said, You don't need to buy it, I don't need to buy it. I'm going to buy it and I'm going to buy it and I'm going to buy it. Then he said, Ay, don't worry, I'm going to eat. Wow. You know, and he already eating so many yuans already. You know? <laughs> yeah, he always gets a lot for me. La. So mm. that's a little story that I have. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I think often a place, I mean, even in, in, in where we are at now, I mean, our studio is in Jalan Besar and we had done projects in Jalan Besar before we chose to move our studio here. Mm. Mm. And, and there's just this natural um, relationship, you know. And it is, it is really an ecosystem. You think about it, um, the neighbours is not just apply, you know, applying to, to, to the residents. It's also like, hey, you know, you know, whether you do business with each other. If you find that there are other complementary trade, mm. right, in the neighbourhood where your business exists. Mm. I mean, we see this in a hawker centre. I mean, in Changi Village. One nasi lemak, then you have two nasi lemak stores, and then three nasi lemak stores, right? They kind of mm. like gather together. I think in, 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 in businesses, it's often that way as well. Mm. Um, they form a relationship, not necessarily competitive, mm. but it could also be then complementary. Mm. And sometimes, ironically, that become um, like a very soft way of branding a neighbourhood. Mm. Like now, you know, Bukit Panjang Kirko Mian, right? And then, then soon there will be other people, like you say, selling me pork. Because mm. it's like, okay, if, if you don't want to, too long queue to eat Kirko Mian, but spill you want over. to, you spill exactly. over, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so this is quite interesting. I mean, it's a very organic way mm. where businesses, you know, either attract each other and not necessarily for competition. Yeah. Like just kind of. Can be community together. over competition. Exactly. Yeah. A collaboration mm. can happen, right? Mm. Yeah. And you don't even need any government campaigns. You know what I mean? Like top-down kind of approach. Yes. Yeah, to get things done. Yeah. And, and, and I think even more crucial now at this time, you know, um, COVID, we've been hearing all this news about how, you know, small businesses are struggling, suffering, mm. F&B, you know. But at the same time, it's very heartwarming to say that 
and then to hear that and to read and, and come across like people are just extending help to exactly, one another. Exactly. Right? Like like businesses helping businesses, grouping mm. together and says, All right, let's share certain delivery, let's share, open up the kitchen. And and so I think, you know, in good times, in, in not that, so good yeah. times and in tough times, really it is about how we choose to respond and how mm. can how can we just choose to support each other. Mm. Yeah. So this relationship with business and, 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 and the role of business in a neighbourhood, uh, all the more critical now. And mm. it's, it's quite apt that this is the last episode and we are not sure mm-hmm. what the future will bring. Mm. Um, but please, support your small businesses. local small businesses. Mm. Because all the more, if, if anything else, this past few weeks has shown us that this is something we really could go out there and help. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Hey, so now that we come to the last, really like really the last episode, right? Actually, I don't know about you, you know, like Stella and Adit. Have you guys learned mm. anything or how was your experience like, you know, kind of like doing like this placemaking through like an online platform? I mean, like the pop-up was really cool, right? But this is kind of like the first time that you're doing this through a podcast. Mm-hmm. So like bringing yeah. like kind of the experience of short, um, placemaking to a digital yeah. audience. Mm. I really love the process of listening to people like listening to all the stories and then kind of reflecting on them you know, like when we are recording all these episodes right we, we are able to especially for me I'm, I'm listening mm. to it for the second or third time I'm, I'm listening with my with y'all right as a friend and then just like having conversations about it it just adds another layer to me appreciating all these stories that I heard and I think being able to move it to a, a recorded medium like, like podcast, right, just enables these stories to live longer, which I think mm. is such an important thing when they talk about continuing the stories of a neighborhood, especially when things change so fast, you know? Mm. Yeah, so it's just been a very different experience of, even when I listen back to our own podcast, right, I mean, yeah, I, I do listen to our own podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so when, I listen, when I listen back, right, it's like, wow, there's all these layers that I might have missed myself in the first time, right? Yeah. And I just want to share it with more people. So, yeah, it's just been a, a, a beautiful experience for me. Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah, I really love the idea of stories like extending their longevity, mm. like by having a place to live online. Yes, a resource, yeah. Mm. Yes, yeah. a place now. Yeah, mm. so that it's not just a story that you hear and then you forget. Once and then it's gone, yeah. Mm. How about you, Stella? Yeah. Any final <laughs> thoughts? <laughs> just... It's, it's really like different things are running through my mind now, mm. even if hearing everyone just, you know. And we had we had started this project. Uh, I mean, we, we had this dream of doing this uh, for a while, but we just never had the right time nor the right opportunity. Mm. And, and having just right now, everything coming together at the right time. And, and I truly believe that we couldn't have launched Podscape in a more appropriate timing or, yeah. in a, you know. I agree. And, and just kind of that, 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 Sickness sometimes to me that you can plan and plan and plan, <laughs> but you 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 know, or or you you just need something to to kind of happen. And you know, when we started the podcast, we asked, I think you ask us, what is place making? Mm. And we said that it's a you know people centered process, you know hardware software. So I just want to kind of just since we're the last episode, and if you have not listened to the first episode, find out more what place making is. Um, but we talk a lot about the character, the quality of a place, right? And how at the core of it all, it is about the people. Mm. Mm. It's, it's begins and ends, or not ends, but 
that's why it's called making, right? It's not place made. It's mm. place making. Mm. It's a continuous process. And really the core of it all, it is about the people, mm. right? And and this is the first time we we are actually translating that experience into a g- digital platform. Mm. And you think about it, it is very hard. If you're dealing with community, you're dealing with places, and then mm. we are actually, f- you know, creating this baby potscape to merge that too. Right, starting and beginning and creating with people mm. in a digital, but then also have a you know offline online experience. That itself for us is is something that I think we are very heartened yes. after all these weeks of doing this. You know, all our it's almost like every time we ask ourselves like, will it work? Remember we talk about things like will people respond? I remember you now going back to listen to episode one. It's like, will people respond? Will people share their stories? What stories are we going to uncover? Mm. You know, all these questions that we started, it now signal to us that we are really able to, you know, have this continue even further. Yes. Mm. And we really, really hope that different neighbourhoods, you know, or different communities and different brands will, you know, it can be used in so many ways. So for residents of Bangkit, thank you so much for sharing, you know, for taking time to come down to listen to us and to to speak to us. We we had hoped that, you know, by the time the third one, the one that was cancelled, came by, we would have been able to, you know, release two episodes and then, you know, they can come and hear it and then they would bring more people. But unfortunately the third session was cancelled and we don't know. We are better we're able to come back again. But hey, your stories lives on. You know, all those recordings, we have heard you and uh, we've listened to you and we have shared your stories um, to even a wider audience mm-hmm. outside of Bukit Panjang, I mm-hmm. hope. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I think, although this is like the last episode, right, and the end of the podcast, uh, for now, this season with Bukit Panjang, I feel like this kind of ignites the interest in all of you out there to start... Um, opening up your hearts mm-hmm. and your minds and uh, understand that there is a lot of beauty in just listening to someone else's story, yeah. slowing down enough, caring enough to ask someone about their life. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people feel like they have nothing interesting to share, mm-hmm. but when you ask and you give them the permission to open up, they're like, oh, you might be interested and let me tell you a little bit that I think is interesting. And then it becomes an exchange. It becomes yes. an interaction and you build that connection between two people Mm. who otherwise would not exist if you haven't bothered to ask and True. if the other person didn't bother to open up. Mm. So I believe this is just like a conduit and a, like an ignition, a little start mm. to get everybody started. And with this COVID in, um, uh, situation right now, all the more, although we cannot be physically together, let's not lose that connection. Yes. And there are so many, di- many different mediums and whatever. Mm. And I think this is a great... Um, um, uh, transition, I feel, for placemaking, right? From a physical form of placemaking mm. into a virtual, digital way of placemaking. Yes. And we start to get creative. Mm. When we remove that physical space, how can we continue to inculcate and to grow and nurture yeah. community spirit? And you talk about creative. That is another uh, uh, way that we want to grow this ecosystem, right? Mm. So we are really, really thankful and thank you to... Yourself, Dan, Rebecca, and our collaborators, you know, to Tofu for a wonderful job in branding Potscape, to our artist, 
Suming, Juzai, our audio engineer who has been putting out all these wonderful podcast mm-hmm. episodes. And really, you know, this is what we believe in through, you know, Adib and I, we really believe in that. That is, that as we grow in different, and there are all sorts mm. of wonderful collaborations can happen. Mm-hmm. And I really hope that you guys have fun. We had. Thanks for having us. <laughs> Thanks for having us. Yeah. Thank you for joining us on this journey. It's been, yeah, it's been such a wonderful journey, right? I mean, we always talk about building communities, outwards, right? our own friends, our own yes. communities. Mm. And it's been such a beautiful experience for us mm. to work with all our wonderful creatives. And yeah, I think that is still a podcast that we really hope will carry on to other seasons as well. Yay. Yeah, and it has been a journey of discovery for me mm-hmm. to to like kind of see what can happen when a group of people really come together. Yes. And then you think of an idea that doesn't sound like it can, you know, you can't really see how it will pan out. Mm. But then you put your heads together and then people with different talents come together. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then and it grows and happens. And then as you go along, you learn and then you That's right. make this beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. And then it's meaningful yes. at the same time. Yes. Yeah, so I think that's also inspiration for some of us to just go ahead and then like to embark on some of the projects that seem a bit impossible. Mm. You never know. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yes. So thank you once again. Thank you to all of you in Bukit Panjang. We have completed six episodes. We've completed our mission. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> we hope you have learned something new about Bukit Panjang. Uh, for those of you who have never been to Bukit Panjang, all these wonderful stories you shared, we've inspired you to come to Bukit Panjang and discover for yourself. Mm. Go and eat what? Kerkomian. <laughs> Buy fresh vegetables. <laughs> Go yeah. and visit the upslope market. Look out for monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> visit the community garden. Yeah. But yeah. wait until 70 yeah. years old, then you can join them. <laughs> Long line. So yeah. there's a lot, a lot, a lot of stories. And we want to hear from you. Mm-hmm. So please connect with us on our social media pages, Shophouse Co. Email us podscape at shophouseandco.com mm-hmm. or drop us a, a direct message on our social media platform. Mm-hmm. And if you are interested to bring Podscape into your neighbourhood, your places, just reach out to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, and then we uh, have to say goodbye. We have to say goodbye. <laughs> say but we will goodbye. be back. Yes, we'll be back. Stay safe, everybody. And stay safe. Mm-hmm. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. Keep Wash your hands. But stay, stay connected. Stay away from people physically. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Physically distanced, socially connected. Yes. yes. Love it. All right. Bye, everybody. Guys. Bye. Take care. Take, Take care. care now. Bye. Bye. Bye.